Hey guys, quick shout out to all of our sponsors. Started with Taigatu. This is a brand that's based out here in the Northwest, started by two brothers, and their motto is freedom from ordinary. This brand is an amazing lifestyle brand. Go check them out, Taigatu. Use the code TOPRATEDMMA for a discount at the checkout. Reweb, they're a veteran-owned digital marketing agency, and they're on a mission to help one million small businesses and feed one billion people by giving back. In fact, if you go to their website, you can fill out a form right now. They will give you a personalized video review of your website and help you with some strategies for free. Just tell them Top Radio May sent you. Go check them out, rewebbed.com. Combat flags, they do flags like the one behind me and the original combat flag, which is a four by six inch flag made by fatigues that are donated to combat flags from soldiers that wore them. And the cool thing is every combat flag that comes out to you has the story of the soldier that wore that fatigue. They have donated close to $80,000 to stop soldier suicide, a great organization. Go check them out, Combat Flags. Rep Sports, look, this is not your typical supplement store. These guys have everything and they taste great and it's good prices. Protein, weight loss, muscle build, pre-workout, you name it, they've got it. Plus, they're the makers of Ray's Energy. Like I said, go check them out. Rep Sports at TopRatedMMA.com. Use the code TOPRATEDMMA for 15% off your order and go order them too. Trent, you're a husband, a father, founder of Hustle Energy. You're also a house flipper and part of RTA Syndicate, man. Really excited to have you on. Thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Eric. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, killer beard too, by the way. Thank you. Not quite as epic as yours, but uh, I'm working on it. Nice. nice yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I always love to go back, you know, with my, my guests. Like, where'd you grow up? What was childhood like for you? Yeah, so uh, I grew up in a suburb of Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. I've been here pretty much my whole life, except for one year I did live in Oxford, England, while my dad was trying to finish his doctorate degree there. Uh, but, you know, I grew up with parents of entrepreneurs. I'm the youngest of uh, six kids. And wow. uh, um, it, it's, it was a great childhood. I had a lot of great experiences. Got to see, you know, the entrepreneurship side with my parents. And I decided from a young age, that's what I'm going for. Yeah. I think I was reading, you, you used to like sell baseball cards and stuff at a young age too, right? Yep. Yep. So I, I started selling some baseball cards around age six, just, you know, to help fund the hobby. You know, if I get duplicates of some, of some you know, desirable cards, I go to the park and yeah. lay out my cards on a blanket and, you know, <laughs> I try and sell them to people passing by and then take that money and go buy more cards. Come on. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I love the, the early entrepreneurship stuff. I used to mow lawns at 10 years old. I had like two summers full of like, you know, recurring clients and stuff like that, man. And, and I love the, the early age entrepreneurs, man. It's always fun to get that up and running. One of the things that you mentioned on your website, as I, I was kind of looking through on you here is you help people overcome obstacles and mindset and, and provide these practical tactics when they're leaving their nine to five. And Always an interesting question, but what's a major obstacle that you had to overcome? And then kind of the second question of that is what can folks expect when they work with you on this type of stuff? Yeah, so first and foremost, my biggest obstacle has been persistence. Okay. Um, honestly, I've had some success in the past. And so I also, you know, being the youngest, I saw my parents at their most successful when they were entrepreneurs. And so I can, it, to me, it wasn't as much work as I, I initially expected it to be sure. to, and you know what, some of the, <clears throat> some of the businesses I was in, I had uh, success 
fairly early in it. So it was like, okay, well this, this entrepreneurship thing is easy. And so if I started a new business and it didn't do well, almost immediately it was like, well, forget about it. You know, this isn't the one. And so I've learned throughout, you know, my journey that persistence is extremely important and also having a strong why behind it of why you're doing this, what kind of impact you're trying to create. That is a, a huge difference changer in, you know, everybody's looking for motivation. Motivation's not always going to be there. You've got to have something to help you move forward in spite of no motivation. And that's something that has been a huge part of my journey. Um, but then, you know, there's a, a whole personal development side that I've discovered through this process on, you know, how that's helped me in, in my business. And, you know, that's something I can help other people with. And in, in terms of, you know, they're stuck in their nine to five and they want to leave that because I've been there. I, yeah. <clears throat> I've been an entrepreneur, you know, my whole life, but I've had to be in the nine to five to, uh, you know, help make ends meet and pay the bills. And I hated it, hated every second of it, but I did it. And I've, I tend to resonate with those people that are stuck in that situation and have a side hustle already, or they want to start a side hustle or they want to get out of there, out of there and start their own business. And, you know, I help people and in, in that mindset aspect through, you know, services, products, uh, and all sorts of different avenues to try and help them get through that. Yeah. Man, I tell you, I'm one of those guys. I work full time, blessed enough to work for a startup, though. So it's like I've been playing number 18 early yeah. on, and I'm actually the oldest guy in the company at 40 years old, which is really funny. But you know, <laughs> yeah, so but yeah, and then I and then I just continue to do the side hustle with my podcast and things like that, man. And yeah, it's it's a struggle at times because there's times where I just want to take my podcast and go. I'm done with everything else, but yeah. I need to obviously pay some bills. So we'll we'll get there eventually. But yeah, I love that you're helping people get out of that, man. You've founded a few companies in your life, and your current project is this Hustle Energy. Uh, for those who don't know, what is Hustle Energy, and why did you decide to launch this thing? Yeah, so this started about uh, seven years ago as an idea. I was in that nine to five, and I hated it. I, you know, I'd get home from from work, and you know, I've got family obligations, I've got community obligations, I've got you know every everything you can think of at the end of the day, it's like, I've got this idea, but I just don't have the energy. I don't have the focus to work on this. And so it was an idea of something geared towards the entrepreneurs or the entrepreneurs, you know, the people that want to become entrepreneurs. And yeah. um, it started as, uh, you know, totally different vehicles. I didn't want a capsule. I wanted, um, you know, something that was, a little bit different than what the market typically had. It started out as a gummy bear type thing, okay. spent a year trying to produce that, and then spent the last two years producing this powdered drink mix that helps you focus. But it, it wasn't just this product that I wanted. I wanted to create an entrepreneurship brand to help those people in similar situations, help them hustle, you know, give them that hustle energy, you know, the thing that helps them overcome their obstacles to get to that next step in their entrepreneurship journey. And so the product just launched. Um, it's like I said, seven years of an idea, three years of like consistent work at this thing with all sorts of obstacles in the way, but it's there. <laughs> it's had great feedback. Uh, nice. it's, you know, I'm, I'm excited for it. So. 
Well, and energy drinks, it, it, that whole arena is probably really tough to get into. You know, what makes the Hustle Energy different than all those other guys out there? Obviously, it's a powder compared to like yep. the bangs and the monsters and out there and right. stuff like that. But, you know, what, what makes that Hustle Energy different? Yeah, so first and foremost, the, the primary uh, purpose of it is for focus. Mm. So it is different yeah. than just an extreme energy boost. It yeah. does have an energy boost to it but is very mild and most people honestly don't even recognize the energy boost aspect they would just recognize hey i took this in the morning and at 2 p.m i didn't have that fall off i didn't have that crash that i normally have nice so it, it is a mild energy aspect but it's an extreme focus help you get get your job done <clears throat> and get working on that side hustle and there's no caffeine to it and so Sweet. it's something that you can take towards the later end of the day. You can still fall asleep. You know, it's, it's something that um, I created with a, a lot of feedback from other entrepreneurs, but then also from my own experiences. Yeah, man. Love it. We all need a little bit more focus in our life. That's our dang sure, yeah. man. Uh, one of the things that I noticed on your Instagram is you mentioned that you're a house flipper or you've done some mm -hmm. house flipping before. I want to touch base on the housing market one for personal uh, yeah. uh, curiosity too, but yeah. you know, how is the housing market right now? And how do you see it going after this 2020? Right now it is, is just been crazy. Yeah. Um, it's honestly hard to find houses to flip right now, just because there's, there's such low inventory. Uh, right. So there's a lot of demand out there and which helps on the selling side, but it's hard on the buying side. So typically I like to have, you know, I'm, I'm not super passionate about the house flipping. It's honestly something to help pay the bills that gives me the freedom and flexibility to work on, you know, the, the bigger overarching goals, but um, <clears throat> typically like to have about three houses going at a time. Nice. And right now I've got one and okay. that's, I'm, I'm always looking and it's just, that's the way the market is. There's, I'm not going to buy something that's, you know, too high and going to lose money. It's, and so it's been interesting trying to get things picking up, but then at the same time, the last two houses I've sold, sold very quickly, full price or above ask, you know, it was wow. a really clean transaction. Man, I'll tell you up here where I'm at in Coeur d'Alene, I feel like we're being invaded by Californians yeah. Oregonians and Washingtonians, man. Yep. And, and they're coming in with their big bucks and buying up all the housing market. And, you know, and it's just, it's nuts. It's like you said, it's super hard for, for buyers out there right now. And uh, man, it's, I've seen the just influx of craziness happening in town. And I, sometimes I drive, you know, drive around to the store and I see more California and Washington plates than I do Idaho plates. I'm like, what state am I in? You know, it's just like <laughs> one of those crazy things for sure, man. Yeah, the speaking to the long-term ramifications, uh, I don't think I really answered that. But the yeah. uh, the idea is, I think you're going to see a huge influx in and suburbia, just for the fact that you know people are, you know, this whole COVID nineteen thing has changed people's perspective in terms of what they want out of life. You see more people that understand they can work from home; they don't have to live in the city. Yep. And if they're going to be quarantined somewhere, they want a yard now. Right. And so you're going to see, as you're seeing personally in Idaho, you know, a lot of people from out of state are moving in 
and I think you're going to see a huge exodus from the cities, and I don't think it'll be completely wiped out, but you know, you'll see an exodus from the cities towards suburbia, and you'll see the, the housing market go up, even with some uncertainty uh, out there still, I think you'll see, uh, you know, the prices rise, especially in the suburbs. Right, man. Yeah, that's that's a bummer for myself. We're, we're, we'll be looking. We're, we've been on, we've been keeping our eyes out on stuff for a while, man. It's one of yeah. those things for sure, too. But uh, one of the other things that you're involved in, which is really cool to me, is the Arate Syndicate with Ed Milet and Priscilla. Yeah, I follow Ed. A huge fan of his. Yeah. Really jealous of his twenty-seven million dollar house up here on the lake. Every time I go out on the water. But uh, you know, what's been your experience with the Arate Syndicate so far, man? Well, uh, you've actually been able to speak with uh, Ed on your podcast, which was super awesome. I'm jealous of that. But yeah, um, yeah I, I think uh, it's been an incredible experience. So, you know, you have weekly videos from Ed and Andy, you know, live calls that you go on. And honestly, they're great, but they're, they're not anything extremely different than the content they really put out, you know, all the time. Gotcha. What the value in Arate is, is the network. How much you put into it is how much you get out of it. And I've, I've had my expectations exceeded because, you know, I'm, I'm working on this powdered energy focus product geared towards entrepreneurs. And guess what? There's two other guys in Arate doing the same thing and they're ahead of me. Nice. And you'd think by traditional logic, they're going to, you know, be guarded and, you know, step back they're reaching out to me and saying, Hey, these are the pitfalls I came across. This is what you're going to get into. This is how I can help you. So people are willing to help each other, even if you're in direct competition to each other. And there's people who are elite high performers that will give you time of day. As long as you're in Arte as well, they understand the core values you're about and what uh, you're willing to do to help others. And it's just been an incredible networking opportunity. Man, I can't even imagine that there's probably not even a price tag that you can put on that network that you have access to through RSA Syndicate, man. Just such an amazing group of people that are in that. But you also have this Hustle Your Day podcast, which is a great show, by the way. Why did you decide to start the podcast there? And and tell me about the Hustle, uh, Hustle Your Day podcast, man. Yeah, so it actually started, I mean, it's it's one of those things where I've, I've been working on this product for so long. And it's like, I know this isn't the only aspect of, you know, what hustle energy is. And I always thought a podcast would complement it really well. However, I've been a, you know, an introvert my whole life and I don't feel comfortable talking on, you know, on camera, on screen or audio, whatever the case may be, or talking in person is like the scariest thing in the world to me. Okay. But... (laughs) But the thing is, I knew that that was, you know, being introverted was a self-fulfilling prophecy. If Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to change it, it was just going to always be that way. And so I got uncomfortable and I reached out to a couple friends at first and was like, hey, I'm thinking of starting this. Can we record something? And they were very generous with their time. I got some great episodes out of it. I'm like, okay, I'm getting a ton of value out of this. So somebody else has got to be getting value out of this. I've got to keep this going, not only for me, but for you know anybody who happens to listen to it and it resonates with them. And so, you know, it's something that 
Um, you know, I interview entrepreneurs, those that have exited their nine to five or currently have side hustles. Um, and they are, you know, the type of people that I want to be, you know, I'm sitting here listening, writing notes the whole time. And, you know, it's, it's been super selfish because I'm getting a ton of value out of it. And so, you know, I'm just putting it out there, hoping that other people get value out of it too. And, you know, I've heard from others that they are getting value out of it. So that's, that's been really rewarding. Yeah. You know, the podcast thing for me, that was something new. I had no idea what I was doing. Didn't know to look into the camera, you know, didn't have the right lighting, you know, and it's, just, it's, it's interesting now where when I first started, it was all about like, Hey, who can I have on my show? What's the big name guest? Right. And now yeah. it's more like, I want to every show I learn from my guests about new things, about entrepreneurship, about mindset, about morning routines, you know, struggles, obstacles, things like that. And it's been, like you said, it's almost like a selfish thing that I have. Like, man, I want to keep this going because I'm learning so much just having this podcast. So I'm a big morning routine guy, but how important is a morning routine and what's your morning routine like? So great, great that you answer that or ask that question today because um, so I, I am a big proponent of morning routines and honestly, my, I've got an 18 month old son okay. and he's thrown everything for a loop and you know, I'm just starting to get back to a morning routine. So, um, you know, I, I started, uh, 75 hard in February and you know, it, it worked well with my morning routine, which was waking up at like four 30 in the morning going to get a workout in and then, you know, showered, get everything done, um, you know, have some personal development time and then get ready to wake up or get ready for when my kids wake up at seven and get them to school. Yeah. Obviously, you know, when, uh, when a baby changes that whole thing of, you know, he wakes up in the middle of the night or he wakes up at five in the morning and it's like, you've got to help out and you know what it, it totally changed everything and I got way off my routine and I kept telling my wife, I'm like, I got to get back to my routine. I got to get back. I'm, I'm better when I'm in my routine. So this morning I got back in my routine, started phase one of 75 hard doing, you know, waking up at 5 AM. I've already, you know, we're at one o'clock and I've got pretty much everything done already for the day. Cause I, I'm more efficient in the morning yeah. and I, I love it. I, I always try and get a workout in spend some time reading in the morning and get a shower in and be ready to go for when the kids wake up. Yeah, man. Uh, hats off to you guys doing the 75 hard, man. Cause that is, I tried to do the 75 hard. I just, I, the, the second workout was tough for me to do having the full-time job because I right. was getting off work and going, I need to go spend time with my family. I can't go do right. that second 45 minute workout. You know, we do a bike ride as a family, something like that. But uh, I just got done doing, uh, something that I launched called the 4590, which is kind of similar, uh, but it's 45 minutes of cardio just one time a day. And but I did that for 90 days straight, and yeah. I lost 29 pounds, and and man, awesome. it, you know got back on the the track of you know really learning that personal development side of stuff, man. And I'm an early riser. I get up at 4 a.m. six days a week, and I set the alarm for 5 a.m. on Sundays. But rarely do I make it there. So yeah, morning routines uh, super important. It, it, but when you have the kids, man, it does throw a loop. My kids are seven and 10 now, but man, I, I was like, you know, having to break that up when they're, you know, waking up in the middle of the night as infants and stuff like that too, man. Right. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My oldest is uh, eight now. So, okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's different between eight and 18 months, just the quite the, quite the contrast. So totally. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I wanted to uh, shift to a couple of fun questions here for us. Yeah. I use these things are called pod decks, essentially just random questions uh, for us podcasters. I'll pull one out and see what it goes, how it goes here. So this one says, talk about your favorite famous dead person. So do you have someone who mm-hmm. maybe was a celebrity <clears throat> that's passed that maybe was a favorite of yours or a sports guy? Interesting. Um, you know, it, it's hard to, it's hard to prepare for these because obviously they're, you know, they're something that it's, you know, off the cuff. Right. Yeah. But I'm trying to think famous dead person. I, I think the, uh, so for a long time, my, my dad was really into golfing and wanted to get me into golfing. And so I, I did a lot of, uh, um, summer camps and whatnot. And I think the most famous person I met and I waited out for a while was, uh, Arnold Palmer. And so I was able to meet him and, um, it was one of those things where it was, uh, you know, a young kid, you know, you're, you're, you're not thinking, thinking straight, but I remember walking down, you know, they had a little rope to cordon you off and I got a book signed by him. And then, you know, he goes to the news interview and there I am in the background, like just looking like an idiot, 10, 11 years old, just like, Hey, (laughs) just waving at the camera for two minutes because there was nothing else that I could think of to do. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I'm big, big on music guy. So, you know, what, what's the type of music that you like, or do you have a favorite band that you like to listen to? Yeah. So uh, probably the music I listen to most now is Taylor Swift because of my, my girls, but right. uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. I think my favorite band growing up was Blink-182. Okay. Um, yeah. And that was actually my first concert that I went to. Um, I really enjoyed listening to them. And then, um, you know, through the years, it's, it's obviously uh, changed a, a little bit. Um, sure. But I'm trying to think right now who I listen to the most. Most of the time I'm listening to podcasts. So Okay. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you can't go wrong with T Swift or Blink 182, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh two more questions for you. Does it take money yeah. to make money? Uh, it doesn't. I don't think it does. I think you you know what? You can you can really hustle your way to um a financial goal because I mean I think Gary V is a big proponent of this, of, you know, you can find something for free on Craigslist and go flip it for some money and then take that and buy something else and flip that. And so I'm obviously, if you're getting to the, the seven, eight figures that that point you, it does require some money to make money, but to make, you know, ends meet to make a few thousand dollars, um, to even, you know, get yourself to six figures. I don't think it takes money to make money. Yeah. Awesome. Last question for you. What's your favorite part about being a dad? Oh, good question. I think it is, uh, the, the gratitude you get from your kids when you, and obviously they, they don't always love you, but 
Um, for example, just when I went outside and did my outdoor workout, uh, my 18 month old son, he was just crying hysterically, banging on the door, trying to get out to, oh, to see me and why wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. And, you know, I strapped on my way vest and went, went out. And so I wasn't, you know, right outside, but my wife sent me some pictures of him, you know, just bawling and, you know, it's, it's, a it's a great feeling, feeling loved in those moments by your kids, because uh, yeah. it's, it's a love you can't explain unless you've been a parent. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Trent, this has been such an awesome show. So much fun. Thank you so much for taking the time, man. Truly an honor to have you on the show. Really, really appreciate you taking the time, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for watching the show today. I so appreciate it. Please leave a comment down below. Leave us a review. Share this video. We want to get it in front of as many people as we can. I'm going to continue to bring on the best guests possible from world changers, entrepreneurs, success-minded people, and the best up-and-coming fighters, real fighters, real stories. We are creating visionaries here on this channel. Thank you so much for checking it out. Have an awesome day.